This hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by Baylor Scott & White Health. They're now offering virtual care anytime, even nights and weekends, on the MyBSW Health app. Just text BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download the app today. And now, here's Neil. Hi, right, Subi. Thank you very, very much. And uh, folks, we have all open phone lines, 100% open, available, all vacancy. 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. If you call in 20 seconds, somebody may have beaten you to it, and so let it ring. Don't just assume if it takes it a couple of rings to get answered, Mike is going to have to answer all three phone lines simultaneously. Be patient with him. If it rings, let it ring until he gets to you. 800-288-9227. That's 800 800- 288-WBAP. Please call now. Need some calls. Let me do our SPCA of Texas Pet of the Week feature, and then we'll go back to the calls. And today's dog is Remy, R-E-M-Y. And and this is a a poignant story. And uh, Remy is a remarkable eight-year-old male boxer mix, remember that eight years old, in search of a loving foster home where he can heal and find comfort on his journey to recovery. At 56 pounds, Remy may be battling heartworms, but his spirit remains undaunted and his sweetness knows no bounds. Remy is the embodiment of resilience and charm. His super sweet nature shines through, making him an instant favorite among all who meet him. He longs for a warm, nurturing environment where he can receive the care and love he deserves during his treatment. Being a couch potato at heart, Remy doesn't require much more than a comfy spot to lounge and regular leash walks to keep him happy. His medical care, including heartworm treatment, is fully covered financially so you can focus on sharing him with the love and care he needs to make a full recovery. Remy is not just a survivor, he's a true companion who gets along well with other dogs and kids and he's eligible for the Foster to Adopt program, giving you the opportunity to provide him with a forever home once he's back on his paws. Like all the pets from the SPCA of Texas, Remy has been neutered, he's current on all of his necessary vaccinations. There is no charge to foster Remy and all food and medications he needs are provided to you. He is waiting for you at the SPCA of Texas Russell E. Dealey Animal Rescue Center, so you will need an appointment to meet him. To do that, find his profile at spca.org dogs and click on the Make an Appointment button. Remy's team will take it from there. Now, you need to be able to spell his name, R-E-M-Y. Please browse their available animals at spca.org findapet. Visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. To learn more about how you can give a gift for the animals, visit spca.org and click on Donate. October is Adopt a Shelter Dog Month. In honor of the Bissell Empty the Shelters program from October 1 through the 15th, All puppy, adult dog, and adult cat adoptions are only $25 at the SPCA of Dallas Animal Care Center at 2400 Lone Star Drive and the Ellis County Animal Care Center at 2570 Farm to Market 878 in Waxahachie. There's one exception, and Remy applies for this. When a senior adopts a senior pet, age 7 or older, Remy is 8. The adoption fee is waived. Free dog. If you're a senior citizen and you adopt Remy, there's no charge. And that all is just great. Let's get Remy adopted. And sounds like he is uh, in need of somebody to nurture and love him. Aren't we all really when you get right down to it? All right. Let me uh, tell you now about Ace. Ace Hardware. Ace is the place for grilling. Hey, there's a new opening line for me. Ace is the place for grilling, and it's also the place with the helpful hardware folks who will teach you about grilling. Each store has somebody who really knows, understands, and can teach you about grilling. It's fun to watch them operate. Local experts who know the right questions to ask to make sure that you have everything you need to be successful. You get your grill, and uh, at a certain uh, price point, they will deliver it and assemble it for you. I'll let them share that with you if you're an Ace Rewards member. But beyond that, they're going to say, do you have the fuel? Do you have the whatever? All the things you need for grilling. 
they'll help you. Now let's talk about this just a little bit. Ace has all the great brands for grilling. Traeger, Weber, Big Green Egg, Kamado Joe, and more. Let them show you the choices. You'll love grilling while the weather is wonderful out there right now. Ace is the place for all your grills, all the accessories, and the fuel needs this holiday season ahead. Plus, you get free assembly and delivery on grills and grilling accessories totaling $3.99 and more for Ace Rewards members. Delivery dates are subject to availability within local delivery areas only. That excludes charbroil. See your local Ace Hardware store for help in picking just the right grill for your needs. Ace is the place that has all that. Ace is the place for grilling. And Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Baylor Scott and White Health now offers virtual care anytime, like right now or later today, or when those pesky allergies are giving you a very real headache. Just text BETTER, that's B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download the My BSW Health app today. And now, back to Neil. All right, Stuby, thank you very much. And uh, I'm going to go to line two, Mike, if that would be all right. Uh, let's go to uh, Christy in Mansfield. Christy, this is uh, Neil. Let me uh, start right there with that question. How can I help you today, Christy? Well, Neil, um, my houseplants were doing poorly. I put them outside. Of, I'm talking about a ivy that I've had since 2010, and then a mother-in-law tongue that was given to me by a dear friend. I put them outside, and they begin to flourish through this summer. When I have them indoors, they don't do so good. What am I doing wrong, and how do I transition when it does become cold? How am I going to keep that plant thriving the way I have it rebuild back up? I mean, it's grow they're growing wonderfully. Okay. Uh, what happens to them when you bring them inside? Tell me a little bit about what, uh, what you see. The, well, my on my ivy, I lose my leaves. Uh, it gets down to like two or three little nubs, and uh, maybe I'm not watering them properly. Uh, my mother-in-law tongue, my cat got a hold of it, but I got it. I got it worked back. It's starting to reproduce again, and um, so that was the problem with the mother-in-law tongue. But my ivy is from my grandmother's funeral, and it's kind of like a part of me, and I don't want to. I've got it now. It's got one long, it's grown one long uh, ivy string. You know how they grow pretty long. I just don't right. want to bring it in and lose it again. Is it devil's ivy? Do you know devil's ivy with the, do you know what that is? Pothos or skindapsis? It has a bunch of different names. Do you know that plant, the most common of the ivies? It is. It is the most common one. All right. Um, Okay, the, the problem with bringing it inside, where is it growing outside? Is it in shade under beneath the yeah. tree or what? All right. It is right against the home. How soon after you bring it inside does it begin to have trouble? It takes a while. I, I'm, I'm wondering if I'm watering it properly. Do I need to put a hot light on it, a heat, you know, a heat light? No, no, you do not need to put any light on it. What you need to do is try to... Uh, uh, simulate the amount of light it had outside. Usually when we bring plants in indoors from outside, uh, when they lose a lot, I'm, I'm telling you something that is usually, I don't think it's going to be the case with the devil's ivy. When we bring a plant from outside to inside, for example, a rubber plant or a ficus benjamina or a chiflera or anything that's a bigger plant and it starts dropping leaves, uh, that is usually because it's not getting enough light inside. I will give you that. Mm -hmm. That is exactly what happens. Devil's Ivy is a plant that grows very well in shade. I have them growing in several places in our house and in my greenhouse and out in the yard uh, in pots, and they're not getting any direct sunlight. They don't need bright light, really, really bright light. Um, and, and so what I would try to do is find out how bright is the light where it is outdoors and I would give it that same amount of light when you bring it inside. You don't want to water it if it is, um, uh, if it is wet already. Um, you feel it before you put any water on it. Feel the soil. And if the soil is, is wet, don't water it. If the soil is 
moist but not very moist, then it's probably time to water it. The ones that I have in our house, I let them begin to, I, I have been around them all of my life. I know what they look like the first day that they're beginning to get dry, and I'll water them that day. Um, that's that's the best way is just learn what, what to anticipate. Uh, I assume you have a drain hole in the bottoms of the pots, drain holes. Yes, sir. Okay, you got to have that. Uh, I would try just to, to duplicate what conditions it has outdoors because it's obviously happy out there. I can't help you on the on the uh, cat. I mean, you're going to have to solve that one on your own. Mother-in-law plants are the most forgiving plants indoors, the Sansevierias. And so you just need to keep the cat away there and, and whatever that takes um, uh, yeah. will solve that problem. But the devil's ivy, the cat's not getting after the devil's ivy, right? No, I think what I've done is I've let it go too long without water. It sounds like I'm not giving it enough water when it's indoors. Well, that that can that can be a real that can be a real killer. So just learn that the leaves will begin to to wilt. They do wilt visibly, and that's the time to water it and water it heavily, and then just let it go until it, you see that wilting again. Don't put it in a really dark corner. Don't put it in a uh, a window that gets hot beaming afternoon sunlight. Uh, just put it in a window or near a window that has the same kind of lighting it had outdoors during the growing season. Uh, Neil, what about my coleus? Is that a perennial or is that something I could bring in? It's a new plant for me this year. Uh, I've grown coleus since I was probably in the fifth grade. I love coleus. Uh, it is in no way a perennial. Uh, I don't try to save them. Uh, occasionally I will try to save one that is very special to me. Uh, for any particular reason, but it's usually best to buy new ones each year. They're annuals, definitely annuals, and they're okay. a little hard to grow in a house. If you have a greenhouse, you could uh, bring them through the winter pretty easily, but indoors in a house, we don't have enough light for them. In, in the winter, they need full sunlight uh, just to keep them going and keep them colorful. Excellent. Well, thank you. Right. I really appreciate all your help. You are welcome, Christy. Thanks for the call. Have a great day. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. Right. That opens her line at 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. My book is Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. You'll see coleus all through it because I love that plant, and when I want to use color in my landscape, that's one of the plants that's my go-to plants. Um, the book is only $34.95. Think of all the books you have bought that have uh, color that are hardbacks. And I'll bet you most of them have cost you a lot more than $34.95. This one with 840 photographs normally would have cost a whole lot more than that. And especially if it had gone through uh, distributors and into bookstores or Amazon, it would cost a lot more than that. But I've kept the price low because I have uh, been the one to be the vendor of it. It cost me a lot of sales of uh, copies of the book. I'm okay with that because I wanted to sign the book before it uh, got shipped to you. I have them in my garage. We put uh, uh, HVAC unit in to uh, give climate control so that I could uh, send you just absolutely a pristine book each time, and, and I enjoy signing them. Zeus the dog and I spend a lot of time together that way as I sign books and get them ready to mail and take them to the post office. So that is how it works. And I spent a year of my life writing this book for you. I'd love to get it to you. Chapter one, the basics of gardening in Texas, the soil types of Texas, climatic zones, hardiness zones of Texas, and how the 1990 hardiness zone map is more accurate than the current one. In my opinion, and I think my opinion has been born true. Uh, then uh, chapter two is the 48-page calendar of when to do everything. Neil, when should I do this? When should I do that? It's all in that calendar, four pages per month, telling you what needs to be done in each month. Uh, chapter three is comprehensive, really detailed information on the best trees for Texas. Chapter four, shrubs for Texas. And then vines and ground covers annuals and perennials, two more chapters, and they are really detailed. There's a, a chart in each one of those that took a couple weeks each to develop. And then we have lawns and fruit and vegetables. It's all in this book, and I think this book will make gardening so much more successful for you, and all it costs you is $34.95. 
So here are the two ways you can get the book while the price is still that low. Uh, one is to go call my office Monday through Friday business hours starting tomorrow. Uh, that's 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. The other way, the better way, is to order it right now from my website at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. It's Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. All right, Pastor Tommy, thank you very, very much. And uh, we will be at uh, the last service today. There are services at 8 and 9 9 o'clock. You missed those a little late. Uh, 10.05, that's the one that live streams if you'd like to uh, join online. And uh, the live stream is at sharingtheheart.org, sharingtheheart.org, and then the 1110 service. Um, And uh, this is a historic church, the First United Methodist Church, downtown McKinney, 315 North Church Street in McKinney. And we'd love to have you join us, won't you please? He does a wonderful service, and today is, uh, is Holy Communion. Sunday, the first Sunday of each month. Everyone is welcome. Come join us. Let me uh, tell you about Whiskey Stone right now. Got to see Mike uh, Wisnand at a uh, regional meeting of the uh, Texas Nursery and Landscape Association just a couple weeks ago. And it's always nice to, to renew that friendship. I think the world of Mike and Derek, his son, uh, Mike's dad, founded the business back in 1983. That's 40 years they've been selling the most beautiful stone to all of North Central Texas. If you can hear me, they'll deliver to you, no problem. They buy from the finest quarries all across the Southwest. Beautiful stone, 22 acres of beautiful stone from uh, big boulders to uh, build uh, uh, big displays in your in your landscape, whether it's commercial or residential landscape. Maybe you want uh, something architectural out of stone. Maybe you want a big fountain or you are doing a pool decking. Maybe you want a, a gorgeous walkway. Maybe you need a retaining wall. They uh, can refer you to a landscape contractor who will do a first-class, world-class retaining wall for you. They have river rock and decorative gravel. They have paved stone, interlocking concrete pavers. They have it all. At WhizQ Stone at 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth. 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth. Phone number. Uh, they're open Monday through Saturday. Phone number for tomorrow, 817-429-0822. 817-429-0822-whiz-q.com. It's WhizQ Stone. Baylor Scott & White Health now offers virtual care anytime, like right now or later today, or when a stinging creature or poison ivy has reached out to get you. Just text BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download the MyBSW Health app today. And now, back to Neil. All right. Thank you, Stuby, very much. And uh, let me see where I'm headed now. Seem to have extra ad copy there. Let's go to um, let's go to Steve and Fate. Steve, this is Neil. Good morning. And good morning, Neil. Yes, I've been listening to you for a lot of years, but I got a question on an oak tree. It's nine years old. It's uh, it loses it never loses leaves until almost uh, all the winter it holds its leaves. Is that a red oak or is that a? I mean, I, I don't understand. It, it just it just never loses leaves until you know after winter, just about until it starts to, you know growing new growth. Sure, there are Schumard red oaks that will operate that way. That's uh, just a genetic variation. I have one along our driveway. In fact, the one that the the uh, folks at Arborological Services will be doing some pruning work on tomorrow, uh, has that habit. It's an odd habit. Uh, it uh, holds its leaves until until probably late February when the new growth is starting to push out. 
and uh, then it will um, uh, it will lose those leaves. It's really kind of eerie sounding going out with the dog in, at uh, 10 o'clock at night on an icy night and hearing those leaves rustling around. But that's that's just a genetic variation. Uh, it happens to a lot of red oaks uh, that they don't lose their leaves in the fall. There's a thing called the abscission layer that doesn't form properly on those. Uh, I will note that uh, on, on my particular tree, about half of the time it does lose its leaves at the regular time. So it's not an every year deal. Okay. Well, now another question is I had uh, in the center, it had uh, two stalks, one stalk going straight up. And the other one is a little bigger, and it was going out about nine o'clock. It wasn't. It was just. It didn't look right, you know. And it was a little bigger than the one that runs straight up. So I had cut it off. Uh, do I go ahead and cut it really close to the trunk so the the uh, the, the one in, in the center of the tree will will uh, get bigger? Okay, I don't know that I can answer that without seeing it. Uh, what I will tell you is, you don't want to leave stubs. Um, if you leave a stub a foot long, it will not heal properly. The the uh, uh, bark well, that forms across it. Okay. I cut it about an inch from the trunk, and I'm that's just, probably going to be fine. That's going to be fine. Just leave it alone, right? Okay. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right. That should be fine. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Had, Thank you, you for do? the call. One, one other one other question. What about ants getting in the oak tree? Will they hurt it? No. Uh, they may they may indicate that there is a decayed area where there's a hollow area, but they're not causing it, and they're not uh, they're not an indication of a particular problem. Okay. Well, listen. Thank you for your time, sir. I appreciate it very much. You are very welcome. Thanks for the call. Have a great day. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Let me see where I am. All right. I think I have my ad copy now in hand here. I think I've shuffled my deck completely. This is going to be interesting. We'll see how they fall. Watch your log, Mike, carefully. Live radio, folks, you get to witness it right here in your ear. Yeah, I got it. Got that one up. I think I have the first part of it ready. Thank you. Mike is trying to save the ship here. Uh, Francis in Oakleaf, you'll be my next call-up, so stay uh, stay with me. And I can help you with kaleidoscopabilia. Sunburst shutters, get to tell you about them again. And uh, it is a joy every time I get to tell you about them because this is a great product uh, uh, put together by great people, uh, just a wonderful company. Uh, the thing I like about them is that they have said, here is what we're going to do. We're going to do it better. If we add a new product to our line, we'll add it. We'll add it cautiously. We'll see how it does. We're not going to just try to expand all over the world and, and add 5,000 new things. We're going to do this right. We're going to do it great. And most importantly, we're going to keep our customers really happy by treating them nicely. Isn't that a nice philosophy for business? I have no idea if that's what they consciously think. But that's how I perceive them when I when I watch them operate with customers. They're just great. Sunburst shutters. Now, they're based in Dallas, in the northeast Dallas area, but they go anywhere you need them to go. Right, or you can take your house to them if you'd like. <laughs> They'll come to your house and hold the shutters up in the windows. They have samples of the shutters to, to help you decide which would look better in your windows, in your house, looking out at whatever it is that you get to look out at. They're happy to do that. And uh, these are plantation-style shutters, which means they have larger louvers. And they are made of polywood. And you say, I don't know what that means, Neil. Explain that one to me. It's P-O-L-Y, polywood. Polywood is a man-made material. It's a wood substitute product. And it does not warp or split or crack or peel. It's color fast, either white or off-white. They can be faux-stained. They can be painted they, to match any decor. They're just fabulous. That's that's what it really means. They're just fabulous, easy to operate, and as I mentioned, custom fit to any opening in your house. Let them come out and show you what they can do for you, and I think you'll be pleased. And then three or four weeks later when they come out with the finished product and install them, oh my goodness, I'd love to hear what you have to say. You'll be thrilled. Sunburst shutters, also available in Houston, San Antonio, Austin, and Waco, 214 Three four three two six zero one sunburstshutters.com two one four three four three two six zero one DFW's news talk traffic and weather station news talk eight twenty WBAP KPLX ninety nine five FM HD two Accumulus Media Station. 
Trending now. Threatening a vote against the speaker. I'm Lori Waffenschmidt from the newsfray.com, WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com, WBAP first traffic and weather. On the ones. In Mesquite, an accident blocking the left lane of 635 northbound at Town East Boulevard. That's causing stop-and-go traffic from Town Center Drive. And in Arlington, various lane closures for electrical work. Lamar Boulevard eastbound approaching Highway 360. Your WBAP weather forecast today, mostly sunny, highs in the lower 90s. Tonight, partly cloudy, lows around 70. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, highs in the lower 90s. Right now, it is 76 degrees in Dallas, 75 degrees in Fort Worth. Florida Congressman Matt Gates threatening to vacate Speaker Kevin McCarthy's seat following chaotic spending negotiations that ultimately averted a government shutdown. Gates joins ABC's This Week reacting to McCarthy's call to bring it on. Kevin McCarthy's going to get his wish. I don't think the adult in the room would allow America to sit atop a $33 trillion debt facing $2.2 trillion annual deficits. The spending deal will last for 45 days and includes disaster relief funding, but no aid for Ukraine or funding towards border security. Some Texas lawmakers are meeting with striking auto workers as they campaign across Texas. State Senator Roland Gutierrez met with UAW members demonstrating outside a Stellantis plant in Carrollton. The average salary of a working class family in Texas is $48,000 or a family of four. How in the world are you supposed to make ends meet on that? while CEOs across this country are reaping whirlwind corporate profits. Gutierrez is running against Democrat Colin Allred in the race to unseat Republican Ted Cruz. From the WBAP News Desk, I'm Lori Waffenschmidt. Your next news update at 10 o'clock. Check back several times throughout your day and keep connected to News Talk 820 WBAP 99.5 FM HD2. Thank you, Lori, very much. Let me tell you about Arborological Services. I kind of hinted uh, last hour rather uh, uh, bluntly about what they were going to be doing at our house uh, tomorrow. In fact, they're coming. Uh, and I'll do a brief uh, recap uh, of that. Uh, we have three branches that I want to have taken off. Major, huge, 12 to 14 inch branches. Um, uh, well, one's a 12 to 14 inch tree that has died in the woods. Uh, it's a, a pecan that was pinched off by larger pecans and I happened to notice it the other day. It's in a part of our landscape that is just kind of walled off, and I realized that if it falls, it will take out a couple of features in my landscape that I, I put in and built, and I, I don't want that to happen. The other two are much more significant because uh, one of them, we had a red oak up along the county road that had the sudden limb drop that uh, you may have seen me write about in uh, my eGardens newsletter. I called Steve Hauser. I said, what is this? I had a 14-inch branch break on my red oak and come down on the driveway. It didn't do any damage. It crushed a great big urn, a, a ceramic urn. It did a lot of damage to it, but that's the only thing. And he said, well, that's happening all across the Metroplex and all across America in this drought year. And he put me onto the term sudden limb drop. And red oaks and... Uh, some maples and eucalyptus trees are, and beech are really susceptible. Well, two of those don't grow here. But anyway, there's another one that, if it breaks, will do major damage to my Glendora white grape myrtle and a chinkapin oak and some other things I just don't want to have ruined. And so they're going to take that one off tomorrow. And a big pecan branch that overhangs my where I'm sitting right now as I broadcast. Yikes! And so those will be gone. And... Nobody does a better job than Arborological Services. These are big, heavy things that they know how to remove and do properly. And I've seen them do that in other parts of my yard and elsewhere. They are so talented. Twelve International Society of Arboriculture certified arborists in business since 1981. They've won the awards. They have shown their industry how it needs to be done. And I'm proud to recommend them to you. Nobody else will touch our trees, especially when my house and my driveway are involved nearby. It's Arborological Services, 866-552-7267. Call them and you will be pleased with the work that they do for you. 866 
552-7267, serving the Metroplex only. That's Arborological.com, Arborological Services. Something comes out. All the facts come out. All day. Update your day. It keeps you updated on what's going on. News Talk 820 WBAB at 99.5 FM HD2. My newsletter is Neil Spray's eGardens. I came up with the idea about 20 years ago. We've been doing eGardens for 19 and a half years, and uh, it can, it's like an old-fashioned garden section. Initially, it was monthly. I, I don't want to mislead you. Initially, it was monthly, but about seven years ago, I said, you know what? Garden sections being what they are in newspapers and uh, newspapers having to cut back, we can do this electronically and uh, and and kind of make it look like the old-fashioned garden section and send it out to our readers. We have about 80,000 subscribers and get it there each Thursday evening. And the best part of it is it's free and always will be. Now, there are five stories in each eGardens. One of them is a featured plant for that week, so that it's something very timely for that week. One of them is the Gardening This Weekend uh, segment where I tell you the things that are most critical to be done that weekend. And another is the question and answer section, and I spend a lot of time doing that one. Uh, that's where you ask questions, and I post my answers to your questions. And then a couple of other stories. We have a featured guest writer in eGardens almost every issue, for four weeks out of the five in the month. Some months only have four weeks. And uh, so you get different perspectives that way, and those are a lot of fun as well. Uh, so if you'd like to see what it looks like, go to my website. That's where you also sign up for it. You must subscribe, although I hasten to say again, it is free and always will be. I'll never spam you. I don't give or sell your email address to anybody, so you don't have to worry about your privacy being invaded. It's Neil Sperry's eGardens. See what it looks like and sign up for it at neilsperry.com. Click on the eGardens tab. That's N-E-I-L. S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Same place you go to buy my book. Click on eGardens. Baylor Scott & White Health now offers virtual care anytime, like right now or later today, so you don't have to drop what you're doing to get the care that you need. Just text BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download the MyBSW Health app today. And now back to Neil. Thank you, sir. The phone number, have one line open, 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Francis in Oak Leaf, I'll start with you first. Good morning. How can I help? Uh, with my abelia, my kaleidoscope. I uh, ordered this by mail on your recommendation, not to order it by mail, but to order it <laughs> Anyway, uh, it came it came yesterday, and the people that delivered it obviously didn't look at the instructions on the box, and they had looked like they had thrown it. Anyway, the some of the dirt was out, and the roots were showing. I went ahead and watered it real good, and put some more topsoil in that. Do you think I can save it, or it still looked great? Well, it's uh, it's a pretty leathery plant, so it will look great for a little while um, even if it's not feeling too great what I would do Francis is exactly what you did uh, depending on whether it has any long shoots on it that are obviously new growth I might trim those back a bit first thing I would do I hope you took some photos of the condition it was in when it arrived and next thing no, I, I did not trim... okay well that's too bad next thing yeah. I would do is uh, I probably would write a note and, and tell them in your haste of, to save it and get it into soil and, and water it. I forgot to take photos and, and document that. But but then I also would, uh, if it has long uh, shoots on it that are new growth from the last two months, I would probably trim those back because they're going to be very succulent and taking a lot of water. I would. No, it uh, it looks pretty. It looks pretty healthy. Uh, well, it's in a two-gallon bucket. Okay. Whatever, uh, that was my suggestion, would be to trim anything that's new growth okay. back uh, to compensate because it's essentially been transplanted, like it or not, it's been transplanted uh, with the soil knocked loose to some degree. Then I would water it very heavily and I would keep it in the shade 
uh, not any okay. exposure yeah, to got the it sun in the shade. until it gets a lot cooler. Yeah, and then you just have to wait and see how it how it does. Okay. All right. Appreciate you'll it. Know, you'll know within a couple of weeks. You bet. It's a it's a pretty plant. Okay. You'll know within a couple of weeks. All right. Thanks. You're welcome. Good luck with it. Yeah. I'll uh, before I go to James and walks a hatchy, I'll tell you a story. I I was telling my son the other day, a couple of days ago. I was doing an interview many years ago. Uh, on my program, the statewide program I did, with a lady named Marge Berzona, who ran a, a flower shop. I wanted to do a, an unusual flower shop around Christmas, and, and she ran Santa's Flowers in North Pole, Alaska. I, I looked it up uh, two days ago, and they have 2,700 people in North Pole, Alaska. It's right outside Fairbanks. And uh, this was in December, and I asked her how it was to deliver flowers at that time, and she said, well, when we send people out with the flowers, if it's if it's really cold, which it usually is, we call ahead to say we're on our way. If we're not there within 20 minutes, you, you call back and, uh, and we'll get emergency people out to look for them. And I said, do you sell poinsettias uh, at Christmas? I'm just curious how hard it would be to deliver poinsettias at uh, 20 below zero. And she said, we, we try to. Uh, I said, do you grow them there in Fairbanks? Because I realize I've been watching your, uh, my app on, or wherever, I guess I was looking it up online, uh, the day length, and you only have a couple hours of daylight. She said, well, we did a couple of years ago. We had a greenhouse that had a lot of artificial light, like a growth chamber, but the plants got very leggy even with that, and so we have started ordering them in from Seattle. She said this year's crop arrived and they had shipped the boxes upside down. They had no soil when they arrived. She said it was a total loss. It's like the gentleman's uh, uh, plants, that, or, or the ladies, I'm sorry, the ladies' uh, kaleidoscope abelia. So you got to read the label, folks, when you deliver these things. We live in the country and have a, about a 200-yard, uh, probably 100-yard uh, driveway, and one of the delivery companies... Uh, yeah, almost called it by name, chooses to throw our boxes out along the county road, very busy county road. They don't even bother to come down the drive or even set them inside the fence. They just throw them out. And uh, occasionally they will set them out. And uh, one year they set about seven or eight boxes on top of a sprinkler head and the head came on and ruined every one of those things right before Christmas all the boxes were ruined so it's just oh my goodness alright let's go to James and walks ahead I have lines open folks 800-288 I don't have any more stories 800-288-WBAP 800-288-9227 James this is Neil good morning good morning Neil um, yes sir uh, taking the call we uh, we've lost all of our boxwoods in front of the house due to the drought. And uh, in 2011, we we had a bunch of before we knew better. Before we listened to you, we had a bunch of red tip petunias. In, in 2011, we lost almost all of them. There's a handful left, but the ones that are left are not looking too good. But these boxwoods along the front, we need to replace them, obviously, and. Um, I know you're big on, uh, you know, like Nellie R. Stevens and stuff. I, we do have some uh, rangers or the Texas sage, and they seem to be sort of a drought-tolerant plant, and we love them. They bloom out, you know, right after a rain, and you'll see a lot of bumblebees and honeybees and stuff. But what what would you recommend we replace these um, boxwoods uh, with? I'm not a huge fan. Some of those uh I think Nellie R. Stevens and stuff, some of those have spines on them, and I'm not a big fan of uh, the, the shrubs with the, with the spines. Um, okay. I don't know. What would you think about the uh, rangers, or I guess some people call them uh, Texas sage? All right. Well, you've given me a wide open field. Uh, one thing you have not even come close to telling me is what size plant you want because Photinias grow 20 feet tall, Nellie R. Stevens grow 18 feet tall, Boxwoods grow 4 feet tall, Texas Sage, uh, if they don't freeze, which they do about every other year, will grow 4 or 5 feet tall. I don't know what I'm looking for. I need okay. some kind of guidelines. Yeah, I, is this sun or shade, and how tall do you want them to grow? 
Okay, yeah, that's okay. I'm sorry, I didn't give you any background. They're uh, west facing, so they whatever uh, goes there will get absolutely no morning sun, not till you know noon and then later. Um, and and yes or no, I I definitely don't want any more uh, red tips. Uh, you know, like no, I'm not trying to sell you that. I don't need I don't yeah. need any more names. I need height and width. What size oh, plants? Four four foot. Uh, Four foot, five foot, um, uh, west west side. Uh, our house faces due west. All right, so you need full sun, and you need a four to five foot shrub. Yes, sir. All right. Um, you would find on my list of the best four to five foot shrubs for full sun, and and west exposure is full sun when you sit out there in in June in July. Uh, from noon until seven o'clock in the afternoon, you say this is pretty full sun. You are yes, baked sir. by then, and uh, so so we're talking full sun, four to five feet. Uh, you would find that I would list Texas sage probably 80th on my list of 82 plants. Uh, I'd find okay. something that would go below it, uh, but not many. And the reason being that it's not native here because we get too cold and. They've been devastated by the cold. The highway department keeps planting them, and then they come back two years later and they plant them again because they froze or they got too wet. Those are the two things that will kill Texas sage faster than anything. So it's a pretty plant, but I would use one. I wouldn't use more than one or maybe three if I wanted an accent plant and and could afford to lose one or three. It's It's a pretty plant. I'll tell you exactly what the best color plant, best beautiful, most beautiful plant. I just planted 20 of them um, to to plant there. And you're going to shriek and you're going to think I didn't listen to you. Would be dwarf Burford holly. It gets four to five feet tall. It has red, big red berries on it in the wintertime. Birds love it. Everybody loves it. It's gorgeous. It has a single spine at the end of the leaf. I could walk through it with with a T-shirt on and not hurt myself at all. I have hollies all over my landscape and people who worry about hollies being prickly. Now, if you're talking about Chinese holly, I give you that. That one's prickly. I have probably 200 Nellie R. Stevens hollies. We're out in the country and I have them all over my landscape and I'm in them and Zeus the dog and I were playing ball last night and, and a ball I threw for him went into a uh, into a Nellie R. Stevens holly. He went in, got it, came right out. No yelp, no anything. They're not prickly. They have a spine there, but it's not a spine that would cut your skin. So, you know, go go put your arm through one at a nursery and see if it hurts. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt as much as a, uh, what was it I had the other day? I had some kind of a blood sample taken or something, and it, it didn't. I said, have you done it? Oh, yeah, we did that a few minutes ago. Uh, it's it's just nothing. So Dwarf Burford Holly is the best four to five foot shrub. Uh, uh, compact Nandina would be good at 42 inches. Um, the, uh, let's see, you mentioned a couple of other things that you had, had thought about. But, you know, your red tip Photinias are way, would, I, I don't recommend them anymore because of disease problems. But they should never be, it should never have been planted anywhere that, uh, you needed something shorter than 12 feet. Same with Nellie R. Stevens. It shouldn't be planted if you want something shorter than uh, eight or nine feet. Uh, they're, they're bigger plants than that. Um, there are other dwarf hollies. Dwarf Yopon holly doesn't have any spines at all, but it's too short. It, it gets about 30 inches tall, um, but it would be pretty. There are other Nandinas. Sea green juniper is very nice. It may get a little bit too big it gets five feet tall and about six or seven feet wide but it's really pretty it does have bagworm issues you'd have to watch them closely in june but all of these things i will i will warn you james you're going to have to water uh, by hand the first um uh, the first uh, a couple of years to get them established and all of these plants could die if you don't water them occasionally during a, a dry spell like this year Okay, but Dwarf Burford Holly would be the number one choice. It is gorgeous. You see commercial landscapes that go in, uh, and and they want something between thirty and forty eight inches in height. That is, that is the go to plant for for people who know plants and want good looking landscapes. 
Okay. Well, we've got uh, here in Wauktahatchee quite a few uh, nurseries, and um, hopefully somebody has some that we can – well, picture's one thing, but, you know, it's always better to see something live and in person. So, um, Do you we'll, live we'll, in town? No, sir. We, live, we're kind of like – No, it doesn't matter. The reason I ask is if you live in town or if you drive into Waxahachie, you will not have to drive more than half a mile to see five yards – with dwarf Burford holly as significant parts of their landscapes. It's the most common uh, four-foot shrub we have. So it's everywhere. I'd get into into a Callaway's or in any independent retail garden center. Don't go to the big box stores and look for them because they may be out, whatever. But try to buy from independents. I got to run. I'm behind. I need to get a break in. I have another call waiting. So, But anyway, I hope I helped. I was, I was trying to focus first on size and exposure. West exposure, and I need it four to five feet tall. Don't worry about all the different things that you like because they may not work there. That's the main thing. So, hey, I appreciate your call. All right, let me uh, tell you about my book. It's Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. The chapter on shrubs has the best shrubs by size, and I give them an A, B, or C rating. This would be absolutely, totally in your lap right there in front of you, perfect for that kind of a choice. And it will tell you where they're best adapted, all the pluses and the minuses, the benefits of, and my own personal feelings about all of these shrubs. The best 100 shrubs. Uh, so there you go. It's about 100. Uh, so and, and that's just the shrub chapter. Oh, my goodness. With, with multiple photos of each of these things. And most of those photos from my own yard in cases of the hollies. I have 35 kinds of hollies in my own yard. I am a holly fanatic. Uh, chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas. That applies to all the other chapters. Chapter 2 is that 48-page calendar of when to do everything in your landscape and garden. Chapters 3 through 11 are trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. Uh, I self-published this book so I could have Carolyn Skye as my editor and Cindy Smith as the graphic designer and had it pu uh, printed in San Antonio so I could go to all the press checks. Uh, the book is only $34.95. It's a hardback on high-quality paper with 840 of my photographs, 344 pages, not in stores and not on Amazon. And the reason for that is I wanted to sign every copy and uh, as it mails. So I'd be glad to send it to you. That $34.95 is a very special and low sale price. Here's how you can get it. You order it from my office by calling weekdays, business hours, 800 752-GROW, 800-752-4769. The better way, though, is to order it right now while you're thinking about it, and you can see more of the information about the book at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Order it now. It's a great gift item as well. That's Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. Get it while it's still just thirty-four ninety-five. When the people at Advanced Foundation Repair called to say they wanted me to do ads for their company, I told them I'd need references, people for whom they'd done work. I spent several weeks checking them all out, and the reviews were just fabulous. That was more than 20 years ago, and people are still thanking me for referring them to these leaders in the foundation repair industry. Affordable, innovative, honest, punctual, it's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003, foundationrepairs.com. Well, alrighty, let me tell you about Baylor's Cotton White. First thing I need to tell you about with Baylor's Cotton White is that they sponsored this entire hour and have done so for 18 years. Oh, my goodness. I thank them so much for that. And uh, great news from them because they have made it easy for all of us to keep up with our health at any time. They now offer 24-7 video visits on the MyBSW Health app. You can get virtual care whenever and wherever you need it like right now or later tonight. If allergies start acting up while you're out in the garden or when you run into a stinging creature or poison ivy or some other rash-raising plant out in nature. And the best part is you don't even have to stop what you're doing to get the care that you need. You can stay focused on doing what you love. It's as simple as texting BETTER to 88408. You can download the MyBSW Health app today. Text BETTER to 88408. 
Discover the convenience of 24-7 care. Text BETTER to 88408. That's Baylor, Scott & White Health. They've meant so much to our family for so many years, all of those years I described. Text BETTER to 88408. My BSW Health, Baylor, Scott & White. Once again, join Neil in thanking this hour's sponsor, Baylor Scott & White Health, for offering virtual care anytime, even nights, and Saturdays and Sundays on the MyBSW Health app. Just text BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download it today. And now, back to Neil. All right, Stubby, let's go back to the phone lines. We go to Carmen in Waxahachie. Carmen, good morning. Good morning. Uh, I have a question about asparagus ferns. What causes them to turn yellow, indoor or outdoor? They turn the leaves turn yellow. All right, this is the ornamental asparagus fern, not asparagus in the vegetable garden, right? Right, right. All right, uh, it can be multiple things. Yellow, when you when you uh, say my my plant, whatever the plant is, is turning yellow. That means it's not happy. Assuming it's not a variegated plant, uh, that means okay. it's not happy. Uh, it could be that it's gotten too dry. It could mean that it needs nitrogen. It, it could mean that it's uh, at the end of the growing season. Uh, in the case of asparagus, whether it's uh, in the garden or uh, asparagus uh, hanging baskets or pots, it usually means that it's uh, uh, either uh, gotten too dry once or more than once or that it's at the end of the growing season. Uh, the asparagus that we grow as ornamentals in hanging baskets and pots usually will turn yellow more because they're root bound and, and uh, need nitrogen and water more than they do because it's at the end of the growing season. Asparagus out in the vegetable garden, which is sister plant, will turn yellow in October and November just as the season winds down because it dies to the ground in the winter. But the one you have, I, I'll bet it's just gotten too dry or needs, needs uh, water soluble fertilizer. Okay, thank you very much. You're welcome very much. Appreciate your call. Mike Bass, nice job on uh, keeping us on the air and, and uh, almost the one time that the equipment dropped out, probably at my end, I would guess, but otherwise, good program. Folks, thanks for listening very much. We'll be back next week. Have a great week. Water your plants. Happy gardening.